Welcome into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And this is episode 180. 180. What are we talking about? This is Believing We Are Magic. Amen. Yeah, Very we good. are. I'm excited to talk about it. Me too. Yeah. Cool. Before we do, anything you want to talk about from last week? Yes, last week we did What Happens Between Death and Life. And mm-hmm. we got a lot of good responses from that. And I think that our listeners are enjoying the more philosophy chatter type episodes, which is why we started this, you know, mm-hmm. so we can just sit here and talk and go. Mm-hmm. Because I get a lot of messages from people that say, like, I talk with you. Like, I respond to you guys when you're talking like I'm there. And I love that. <laughs> I love that people do that. So I would do that, too. I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's cool to hear. Yeah. So then every week we answer two questions. The first question this week is from Chelsea. She says, are there signs in this life to watch that allow you to see your past lives? That's a good question. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, yeah. You know, I think a part of the whole past life thing is we're supposed to forget. I know that we yeah. carry karma and stuff like that from the, our past lives to this life. But the thing is, is that there was a lot of trauma in those other lives. And we have a hard enough time dealing with the trauma in this life, yeah. let alone by bringing in a bunch of other lives. Right. So I don't, I personally don't think that they give us signs like that, like the synchronicities, like music, numbers, nature, those things. I don't think they give us those to remind us about our past lives. No. That's just my opinion right. on it. But yeah, I, I agree with so. you. Because I, I think the focus is this life. Yes. These lessons, this life. I was talking about it earlier, discussing this question, because I thought it was a good one. Interesting. Um, and the like, kind of the example that I was kind of, I believe that, like you, that we don't believe or remember our past lives when we come into a current life. But let's say... I was a female in a past life and I loved purple hearts. That was my thing, you know? And in this life I'm seeing purple hearts and not sure why, but I might just take them as, Oh, that's a purple heart. No big deal. But if I were to do things like meditate about it, we've done like past life regression type meditations on our own Mm -hmm. and they have them on YouTube and other places. I'm sure. And then there is like professional type hypnosis therapy that can help you find this out too. Yes. But I would say, yeah, if it was just, it's just a purple heart to me in this life. Yeah. But there might be reminders of things and it's up to us to maybe search for that answer. Yeah. But I don't think there's a direct sign in front of you that's supposed to be reminding you of a past life. Yeah. I don't think so. I think the the focus should be now. Yes, absolutely. This, I agree. This life. I agree. Yep, 100%. So hope that a cool answers. question, yeah, Chelsea. Thank you. Yes, thank you for that, Chelsea. And then the next one is from Sunshine. She says, I've been meaning to ask this for a while. What is the meaning to the lyrics in your intro song? Mm-hmm. If you find yourself tuning into a wave, then I don't know much about being saved. 
if I'm hearing it right. Either way, I always sing along. <laughs> I love that. I do too. I love it. Um, I don't know, honestly, Sunshine. <laughs> I didn't write the lyrics. Um, my longtime friend, Adam, who wrote the song. So I will ask him, um, reach out to him and ask him if he can tell me. There was an episode that we did a long time ago. I don't remember what number, but we played it uh, yeah. in its entirety at the end. So if you are going through all the episodes, you'll run into it eventually. Yeah. That particular line, for me, the reason I wanted to use it, and I asked if Adam if we could for this show, was I believe that we're energy. I believe that we're frequencies, we're waves, we're vibration. And we don't ever really essentially or technically die. So I loved the line about if you find yourself turning into a wave, then honestly, I don't know much about being saved is how it took it was like, I'm frequency, I'm energy, I'll never die. So if you want to know about religion and being saved and all that stuff, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I have no clue. That's how I take it. Yeah. And that's the wonderful thing about music. Yes. And lyrics is that even if what somebody wrote something about, and I've heard artists share the true meanings of songs that I was taking a completely different way. Yes. It doesn't ever change the way I take it, but it is interesting to hear yeah. what they were actually thinking of. I think Adam has offered to come on or even share that at some point uh, with us, you know, the song oh, cool. meaning. So yeah, maybe we could even do it with him like on the show. Yeah. Like even record him or something. That's a great idea. Yeah. Um, Next time telling us around. about it or whatever. But whatever. I'll reach out to him and, and see if I can get that Yeah. sooner than later. And you make a great point about the music is that it really is in, in any music that you're listening to, it's about what the lyrics mean to you, mm -hmm. not necessarily what they meant to the person that wrote them. Mm -hmm. uh, with any song, it's like um, Every Breath You Take is like my number one song with my mom, which is a stalker song. Yeah. But that's not how it means for us. No. You know, and even and so though you know the truth of where that yeah. came from, that's not at all, um, you know. Yeah. And I just was watching a thing about R.E.M. and their song, yes. Losing My Religion, which I think we all want to take as it has something to do with religion and it has nothing. Yes. Zero to do with it. It's very similar to that song, to yeah. the police song, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, somebody admiring somebody from afar. I always thought it was religion too. I, and it's just losing my religion is like a southern phrase, which means like I'm about to like lose my mind. Yeah. Because this, you know, like I think the example Michael Stipe gave was is my uncle got up to speak to the at my so and so's wedding, and I about lost my religion because I thought he would never shut up. <laughs> it's an old. It's just a phrase. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If you don't know the phrase, you wouldn't know that that song is not about losing. Right my religion but it is you know that is the beauty of music is that we can mm -hmm. we can apply it to our life at a moment yes. like the person that shared last week about walking into the grocery store and hearing spirit in the sky yes we can hear that song and we've been hearing that song since the 60s i believe mm -hmm. um and at one moment in my day it could mean something different it could mean just Yes. The source or God saying, I'm here. Yes. And you're okay. Yeah. Or it could be a friend from the other side reaching out and saying, I'm okay. Yes. 
and you'll be okay too because you're going to come right here when it's your turn. Yes. Um, I had a song when you and I first started dating that came out by Taylor Swift called Everything Has Changed. Mm -hmm. And it totally immediately was like, oh my gosh, this is like us. And in the video, the little boy is playing a guitar and the little girl is dancing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. this is way too weird. But the day that I found out that I had a sister and a dad and all that, that song was on while I was talking to my sister for the very first time. And I like burst into tears. Oh, wow. And if you listen to the lyrics, it does apply to this situation too. Sure. It doesn't apply to us anymore because right. we're at a different stage in our relationship. Right. So that song related to us years ago, mm -hmm. like 10 years ago, but now it relates more to my relationship right. with my sister. So it, music has that way of doing it. It just fits whatever's going on in your life. It's beautiful. Even without lyrics, but lyrics are definitely cool to, I believe, to help navigate, to get signs of just confirmation that you're okay. It's going to be okay. Exactly. You know? Yep. But. So anyways, that's how. <clears throat> yeah, get us talking about music and Sorry. we'll take up, what, 10 <laughs> Thanks, minutes? Sunshine. Yeah, thank you, Sunshine. Okay, so before we get into the episode, let me do this reading. Okay, so this reading is for Tracy. And she said, this is Casey. Casey is my half-brother. He is Dave's son and Danny's full brother. Her question was, is there anything you want to share with Danny and Papa Dave? They miss you so much. And then she said, I was adopted as a baby and reconnected with my biological father in 2006. Sadly, too late to meet Casey, who dried, died of a drug overdose in his early 20s. Wondering if Casey has any messages for myself, his dad, or brother. Thank you. I really enjoy listening to your program. And this is Casey. Just a, a picture of him when he was a little guy. So how old was he when he passed? In his 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah, he died of a drug overdose. Got it. <clears throat> All right. So let me have a talk with Casey. Let's see what he has to say. He definitely wishes that you two could have had time to meet each other when you were younger. Um, there were a lot of things that happened in his childhood that caused him to go down the road that he did. And he's thankful. This is weird because it's kind of similar to my situation. He's thankful that you didn't grow up in that situation with him. Um, he didn't really okay he didn't know about you is what i'm feeling until he got to the other side but he always felt like there was a part of him that was missing that's really interesting hmm. um and then he figured out what it was when he got to the other side and that was that there were souls that he hadn't met yet uh. um let's see i feel like i know that you wanted this reading to be for the brother and dad but this reading is for you. I can't make them talk about certain things or whoever. Mm. They talk about what they want to talk about. And so I went back and said, what do you want to talk about there? I don't want to talk about them. I want to talk about us. I want to talk about what we should have had, the relationship that, that you two should have had. Um, one of the reasons is because there's a lot of pieces of this story that you won't understand and that... Um, your dad and brother are never going to be honest about 
is what I'm feeling. Um, and so he just wants you to know that he did not know about you, that he wishes that he would have gotten a chance to know you. And there's no like hard feelings on the other side. Like he doesn't hold anything against anybody for what happened, but he really wished that things would have turned out different and that adults would have made different decisions in the way that they handled things because you two should have had a chance to have a relationship. Um, he's definitely not anywhere saying that things would be different. I still feel like this is the road he would have taken. So he doesn't want you to feel like even if you two had a relationship that it would have stopped his drug use and that would have saved his life. That's not what would have happened. He still had the same experiences that he had, but he did feel like there was a piece of him that was missing, a piece of his soul that was missing that he couldn't explain. So that absent part of him that never felt whole makes sense to him now, but it didn't while he was here. So he felt lonely while he was here. So again, if the adults would have made different decisions, he wouldn't have had that piece of him missing. That's not your fault. And I don't know why he's telling me all this, but that's what he wants you to know. That's what he felt it was important for you to know. And he's also saying that if you would like to expand on this more, we can talk more. Because there are a lot of things that, like, you're not going to hear from from your dad and that kind of thing. That maybe you should hear from him. Um, but he wants you to know that you two have a soul connection that stems farther than just this life here. So even though you didn't meet in this life, you've met on the other side, your souls have met, but you also were players in in this game together before in past lives. And you will be players together in future lives too. So you know each other, you know each other very well. So this is an interesting thing here too, is that um, if, even though you don't know his energy from this life, I feel like sometimes you feel an energy around you that you can't explain, and that's his. It feels familiar because you have felt it in past lives. You know his energy. So um, I would be really curious to hear if it, how you feel this, if you know this, you know, that there's an energy there that you didn't know who it was because it is him. And the reason that it feels so familiar is because it's energy from a past life. So, hmm. So they were half siblings or full siblings had never met let me read it again so i have it right casey is my half brother dad's son and dad's full brother okay. i was adopted what... as a baby and reconnected with my biological father in 2006 okay so i had to be reminded of that oh yeah, yeah. I, wow that's interesting yeah yeah and it's you know it's interesting because i just recently found my dad i didn't even know that i he was that I'd had somebody else mm -hmm. that could be my dad. So I totally understand a lot of the things that he was saying. I could see that my siblings feel in, as well. Right. They're still alive, but the things that have come out of their mouth were similar to things that what he was saying mm. that you were gypped of this time because of bad decisions made by adults. So, yeah. yeah. Wow. So anyways, if you want to talk about that more, Tracy, I would love to. Mm. So, thank you, Tracy and Casey. Message. Yes. Thank you both so much. Very good. All right, and then before we start, shall we give our info? Do it. So you can find me, Samantha Jones, psychicmedium.com. Um, you can reach us at the show, spiritualjoneses at gmail.com, or find us on all social media at spiritualjoneses. Cool. And you, sir. Yes, for my art, djonesartcollection.com, for the web, at djonesartcollection, for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yay. That's it for me. Very good. Okay, friends. Then episode 180, Believing We Are Magic. 
I talk a lot in previous episodes about how these these ideas come to me, to us, mm. how we, we get our show topics. This whole magic topic has been something that I've been feeling now for a while, and I've mentioned it to you a few times. Mm-hmm. I wake up most mornings singing a song. Um, it's very random. I don't always know why, but lately I've been waking up singing one of two songs, and that's Olivia Newton-John Magic. Or there's a new song by Imagine Dragons called Bones, which talks about having magic in her bones. They come on in my meditation. I have like a shuffle and, and they come on. They've been coming on a lot. Other mm-hmm. songs about magic as well. So I thought this is something that we need to talk about because we think, I think a lot of us, we think of magic and we think of like, you know, here's a deck of cards. We'll pick a card and I'll tell you what card it is. Mm-hmm. But that's... That's magic, sure. Right. But that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about here is the parts of our brain that we don't use right. that are magic, that can do magical <laughs> things that we don't even know because most people totally shut them out yeah. or don't believe that they exist to begin with. So I feel like this is it's important for us to talk about. Yeah, I think that there is, like you mentioned, magic that we're used to seeing on television or theater or something and that is false yes magic that's for entertainment for a show yes and then there is real magic which often can't be explained right. as where false magic for years nobody knew how people did all these tricks and then you had people that came out start spilling the beans okay this is how this is done but real magic that we're talking about, I don't think there is any explanation. No. In this dimension that we can give for it. Yep. And I think that we don't notice a lot of this. Like, I think a lot of what we what is magic, we consider coincidence. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Right. The intuition that we feel is magic. Mm-hmm. It really is. So we're going to get into all of that, different ways that we are magic, that we can use our God-given abilities to do different things that we didn't even know we were possible of doing. Right. So first, what's the definition of magic? Magic is the power of influencing the course of events by using mysterious or supernatural forces. Mm, Okay. Hmm? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I. Because it is mysterious and yeah. supernatural, so to speak, yes. Um, so what I did is I asked our listeners, which of these do you believe the human mind is capable of and should be considered magic? Let's see what they had to say. The very first one is, is that people said the most, and this is my favorite one, is the ability to heal others and ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't think that most people realize that we can do this. I did not realize that we could do this yeah. <laughs> until just recently myself. It's incredible. There's a couple of different ways that this works. There's being able to heal ourselves through our own thoughts, mm-hmm. changing the way that we think. I, I've i talked many times about how I grew up around hypochondriacs and it <clears throat> rubbed off on me, very much a germaphobe. Um, I've gotten over most of that. I still not, I don't like germs, but right. whatever. I don't worry about it anymore. But when I did, I was sick a lot. I could convince myself that there was something wrong with me, that, you know, oh, this tickle in my throat must be something really bad. I I mean, I can't tell you how many times I told myself that I had cancer. And of course I didn't, but you can still make yourself feel sick like that. 
And I feel like those thoughts can eventually produce mm. what it is that you're trying, that you're oh, yeah. worried about. Yeah. You know? So our thoughts, they really control a lot of that. Right. When it comes to COVID, we have been exposed to COVID at least three times that we know of. It's been in our house twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have not had it. Mm-hmm. So... I have to wonder, well, why haven't we had it? Well, I think there's a couple of things here. Positive thinking is one of them. Yeah. When the last time that we were sick, I want to say it was about four years ago. We were talking about this the other day, uh, about four or five years ago, shortly after the spiritual awakening, where I started to realize that your thoughts really do control things. And I thought, I'm not going to get sick because I'm going to tell myself I'm not going to get sick. Yeah. And because Marina was sick and then you got it. And I was like, nope, not going to do it, not going to get it, totally putting it out of my mind. And then we had like somewhere to go, some event or something. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to get sick, it needs to happen now. Like, I can't wait any longer to get sick. And so I let my guard down and I got sick the next day. (laughs) Yeah. When it comes to COVID, we very much have been like, nope, mm going to keep my vibration high, going to believe it's not going to happen. And I think that if you truly, truly believe that and you do keep your vibration high and your immune system high as well, that you can keep these things away. Yeah. Not just things like COVID, but right. other diseases as well. Yeah. For I sure. agree. You know, when you were reading the definition, and something I talked to you about earlier, when you were reading the definition of magic, the first thing that popped out in my head was the beginning. And I mean the beginning of the universe, Mm -hmm. okay? We can't explain this. No, none of it. None of it. We don't exactly know how, right? That, to me, is some spark of, like, hello, Mm -hmm. there might be magic involved. Mm -hmm. Maybe, if you just consider it. Um, And I'm talking divine magic, you know, not black magic. Well, yeah. Nothing of the dark or bad. No. But the other sign or indication of this magic within that equation is based on what science says in the Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. which I subscribe to that theory. Yes. Everything blows out. Just like if we were to see something explode here on Earth, we see it explode out and the inertia and the speed of the, everything is flying out at, mm-hmm. which is going to lose its its momentum and then fade and die off. Mm-hmm. Well, the universe isn't working like that. They've been able to study that through this process of the Big Bang, that it is expanding, which makes sense because mm-hmm. something that explodes is going to expand out. What is magical about it is that it is expanding at a rate that is increasing. Yeah. It's not slowing down. Right. That right there affects everybody. Yeah. That magic right there mm-hmm. is on everybody. Right. Yeah. It's proof to me because it doesn't follow the laws of physics as we know it. Right. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that right there was like when you were reading, I was thinking, wow, that's magic. Yeah. We can't explain why this is acting this way. Yeah, totally. I, You know, I guess what throws me off about this is that 
I look at these things as a normal part of my life now. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at them as as supernatural or mysterious. I forget that they are supernatural and mysterious to most people. Yes. To me, they're a way of life. Yeah. So I have to remind myself that. Yeah. You know, this is all, um, to some people, very, very new. So. Yeah, the door is cracked open in your mind. Yes, now. exactly. Yeah. Um, so going back to the healing others and ourselves. So disease is definitely something I feel like we can control a lot of with our own thoughts. But something else is energy healing. And I do this a lot to my family, Mm -hmm. a lot. And to my my friends as well that I'll send healing out. And actually yesterday you were having some pains. Yeah. um, And you asked me to do some Reiki on you. And so let me tell you a little bit about how this works on my end so that you guys can understand. And every healer I'm sure is different. This is not Reiki that I'm talking about. This is energy healing. Um, when somebody has a pain, like what Danny had yesterday, mm-hmm. if they're here, like what I did for him, I will hold my hands. I rub my hands, and then I hold one above the area that is having the problem. And I can feel the heat coming off of the area. Mm-hmm. When I align chakras and I go down a person's back through their energy centers with my hand and I go over the chakras, I can feel which ones are are out of whack because of the heat that's coming off of them. Mm. So when there's something like whatever it was that was going on with you yesterday, mm. when I feel that heat, when I found the heat, then I um, imagine pulling the heat out. And with my mind, I I just pull the heat. And I can tell you that weird things happen to me. I have to be in a certain relaxed state. I cannot just be going about my normal life and lay my hand on somebody and heal them. Mm -hmm. I have to be in that connected state of mind. And lately, my eyes do this rapid eye movement thing when I'm connected and helping somebody with healing, which is really weird. So what I like what I did with you, I pulled that out, pulled that heat out. Um, and it helped. But usually what happens is it doesn't help right Did away. Help. Yeah. Like you'll you'll start to notice that the pain gets better. And then all of a sudden you'll mm-hmm. go, oh, my gosh, yeah. it's not there anymore. And I've done that to you quite a bit. And I do that to our animals a lot. And one of the ways that you can tell that it's working, especially with animals, is that they react to it. They feel the heat when you start to do that. And they go, whoa, what are you doing? Every night I do it with Zuma with some of the issues he has. And he does every time. What are you doing? Oh, that's right. You're healing. Because it it hurts at first. Like when I do it to myself. You can feel the heat. Mm -hmm. I I could feel it too. Yeah. It was my... um, like upper ribs, the back on the back. It's yeah. like a tender spot. I don't know what it was, but yes, hiccups <clears throat> are very easily cured with your mind. Um, I curing other people's hiccups um, with the dogs, especially with our large Great Dane. He has like weird Dane things with the stomach where he gets mm-hmm. these like I don't even know how to explain them weird noises. I just stop whatever I'm doing and get into right. my mode, and boom, they're gone. Yeah, and I'm not even really like a healer, and I've been able to do that. Yeah. It's with, really with mind. It's, it's in just mind. believing like, oh, you got hiccups? Give me a second. And then doing that process yep. and just sort of believing these are going to go away. Yep. And they go away. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's And the belief is really important. If you don't believe it, like when I first, my mom told me that I was a healer, I was mm-hmm. like, what is that? that right. I don't even know what that is. Now I totally believe it. Right. I, I'm not saying, I don't know how far it goes. Like, I don't know if I could cure cancer or anything, right. but I can take people's pain away right. usually, at least temporarily, even my own. Yeah. I I mean, it's, 
I feel like even biblically, it was stated by Christ himself that you yourself can do this. Yes. I'm just showing you that it's possible. So when people saw blind people all of a sudden that could see, or a crippled man that all could all of a sudden stand up and walk, it wasn't meant to freak them out, scare them, right. or think that this is something dark. It was to show you can do this, right. each and every one of you, if you believe. We can all heal each other. Really, we can. Mm-hmm. It's like, you see those crazy, like, videos of the the pastors or whatever healing and they're mm-hmm. all like you know be gone oh, yeah, demon yeah. or whatever but you know what if you believe it yeah. if you believe it whatever it is it'll go away yeah. it's all in your mind it really is and mm-hmm. that's how the healing works as well if you believe it but it doesn't have to work that way like i've done healings on you that you didn't even know i was doing and then like the one time your back went out and i did the healing from outside and yeah. all of a sudden you came walking outside with no back pain and i was like what just happened? Because that was at the very beginning of becoming yeah. a healer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can do it anywhere in the world, really. It's all about mind, all about mind power. So because this was what most people said that they found possible, I asked a follow-up question to our listeners. I asked, have you ever healed yourself or someone with only your mind? And 26% said yes, because I'm a healer. 13% said yes. 26% said no. said I have never tried, and 22% said I am not sure. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Anybody can do it. You just have to believe, and just like anything else, learn how to do it. Mm. It's not really that difficult. It's not magic, (laughs) but it is at the same time. It is important if you're practicing this, say, with family members or pets or something, that you give yourself a moment afterwards to release that energy. You're, you're right, yes. Because you can store it. Mm-hmm, you can. Yeah, you absolutely can. Whether and emotional or physical, you can store yeah. it. I, I don't, it doesn't happen to me often, but sometimes when I heal somebody, I might take on a little bit of their pain right. and I have to, yeah, meditate it away or whatever. Right. It's mm-hmm. maybe as simple as just sitting there quietly and imagining like you drew the heat out. Right. Now you're imagining all the heat leaving through your fingertips. Because you it has to go somewhere. Yeah, it's got to mm-hmm. go back out. Yep. energy never dies so it has to go somewhere yep for sure the next one that people said was feeling others energy this is really actually very easy and we all do it without even realizing that we're We're all doing it yeah you know when you walk in the room and you can cut the tension with a knife Mm -hmm. You know when you come home after a long day and you see your husband's face, what kind of mood he's in, yeah. just by the look. We don't even have to look at right. each other. It's just like, you just know. Or maybe there's a certain personality that walks into a room that you don't know, yeah. you've never met, but you can see their influence on the room, the way it changes the energy of the room. Yes, Yes. You know? And then there's people for the the other way, too, that, like, you might be like, I don't like this person, and I don't know why I don't like them. And it's the energy that they're giving off, but you just can't pinpoint it. Yeah. Um, This is not really something I realized too much until my spiritual awakening and opening these abilities. I didn't realize that everybody has their own unique energy, too. So you can feel their energy. So, like, now I've learned yours, you've learned mine. We know when it's slightly off, when there's even the slightest bit of difference. So when you start to learn somebody's energy, this is also something that I find useful now. I have people that are um, that I've known that are passing now, you mm-hmm. know, like Michael and, and Lynn and people like that, 
that I know their energy. So I feel it when they right. come in. I know because I know them. Um, and so those stay with us. So mm -hmm. learning that person's energy while they're here helps when they pass too, because then when they come to you, you know what the energy feels like. Yeah. This is a, a hard subject maybe to explain how that feels, yeah. like what that energy feels like. But I think for a lot of people, it is about what it does to your mood. If you feel lit up when somebody is around mm -hmm. or if they drag you down, you can tell what kind of energy they have. Yeah. You know, the next one was controlling your own energy. I think we forget yeah. that we are so in control of ourselves. Right. We just really we we I don't know if we don't believe it or we do forget or whatever it is, <laughs> but we are com in complete control. Yeah. Right now, I've had a, this. Today has been a nerve wracking day. We've had some issues with dogs here and health issues lately and stuff going on. And Betty's energy today is really off. Yeah. And I can feel it. And it's making me jittery. But I'm allowing it to make me jittery because I haven't done anything to get rid of it yet. Right. I need to go meditate and get rid of that energy. Yeah. That's how I control my own energy when we have a moment where maybe we lose our minds on something, we get upset, we're the only one that has the ability to control that. Nobody else can control those things but us. So that's what I mean by controlling your own energy. Right. You, Whatever you put out, that kind of feeling, is what people are going to get from you. And that goes back to the feeling others' energy. So if you're putting out this negative vibe all the time, you know, they joke about, like, resting bitch face. <laughs> but really, like, that's putting off a vibe. If you, yeah. like, are constantly have this look on your face, like, you right. just, eh, about everything, you're putting out that energy, yeah. you know? So you have to be able to control that yourself and say, you know, I don't want to put out that kind of energy. Yeah. And, and, again, all of these things, they're not superpowers. They're not... No. They fall into maybe a category of what people would call magic, but these are all things that we are able to do. It's built in our DNA. It is, but we don't realize that because right. nobody talks about no. it. They don't teach this stuff in school. No. No. So we have to talk about right. it to make people realize you have these superpowers. Right. You do. But, you know, like, and even DNA is relatively a new, you know, science to us yeah. over the last what since the 80s right and the more we open that up the more coded we can see that all this stuff we can't even figure out what is this coding in here yep but it's pretty vast absolutely it is it's pretty vast it is there's a lot going on that even we don't realize no that you know we learn more and more every single day and the more that I'm taught and the more that I open my eyes to what's actually going on, I can see how simple this actually is, yeah. but we make it so difficult. Mm -hmm. But the reason that we make it so difficult is because we're taught it's difficult. Yeah. So we have to unteach ourselves these things yep. that this, we can use this magic to control our lives and to have the life that we want. We just have to learn how to do it and believe it. Yeah. You know? And maybe some of these things somewhere, in the universe have an explanation but we just aren't there yet right as far as you know our ability to explain it yeah to you know look at it research it and explain it yep um something that was in regards to kind of like the music we were talking about music to me is a a wonderful example of 
existing magic because somehow things, <clears throat> melodies and notes come to people often out of nowhere. And this would go lyrically, the same for lyrically too, that often these messages are kind of coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden end up 10, 20, 30, 40 years later as the background music to so many people's lives. Yeah. And the power of not just a lyric, but a note. Mm-hmm. And realizing that what notes are, are frequencies. Mm-hmm. And that high-level frequencies can do a lot of magical things. Right. And I look back, kind of that statement I think I was sharing last week about how art imitates life and light imitates art and vice versa, whatever. Mm -hmm. Take movies like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, for example. The main way of communication between the humans and the extraterrestrials in this movie is notes. Yes. It's music. Yeah. There is theories about how did um, pyramids, how were these made? Stonehenge. Right, exactly. uh, Machu Picchu or whatever uh, in Peru. How were these stones moved? Mm -hmm. There is a lot of discussion about frequencies. Yes. Noise notes that can move things yes this is proven through um i forgot what this guy's name was but he kind of put sand on a uh-huh like a speaker type of thing that has a cover over it and the notes that create make geometric shapes amazing like mandalas yeah it's amazing these are all created by music yeah by notes at different frequencies so yeah that in itself is magic. Is it truly magic that it can't be explained? Well, maybe it can, but I just don't think we're there yet. Yeah, totally. We're, we think too much like humans. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Speaking of that kind of stuff, another thing on this list is manipulating energy. Mm-hmm. We don't realize how easy it is to manipulate energy. Whatever that might be. You know, you want to talk about, like, ancient Egypt, it might have involved levitation, you know, same with Stonehenge, those Mm -hmm. types of things. Um, I test this out. I like to play with the manipulation of energy. We have a stoplight in our living room, and the yellow sometimes flashes, and I'll play with it. You know, flash for me, and I'll focus on it, and it will, and I'll stop, and and it will. And the very first example that I I saw of this was actually my mom's best friend, and we went to the cemetery, and I swear to you this is a true story. There was a pinwheel that Katie, her best friend, had put on her her little area there, Mm -hmm. you know, and she goes, watch this. And she says, Linda, make it spin. And it starts spinning. And she says, Linda, make it stop. And it starts slowing down. And it goes, it stops. And I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. Okay. I truly believe we can do this Mm -hmm. as well as the other side will do this if we ask for those types of things. They can manipulate energy really, really well. I've started playing this bingo game, like, to get clear my mind sometimes. It kind of helps to take my mind off of whatever. Like, kind of like a meditation. Mm -hmm. I play it on my phone, and one of the things that I've noticed, and you can say it's a coincidence, but I don't believe it's a coincidence, is when a number comes up, like let's say that it's an I number, if I don't have that number, I'll go down the list and I'll read the numbers that I have, 
And a lot of times, shortly after I read the number that, I, that I've just read, it'll come up. This happens a lot. Or if like I say I need a 13, sometimes a one and then three will come up or mm. vice versa. But I've noticed that when I try to control these things, it mm. happens. It's very strange. I'm still kind of trying to expand <laughs> on this. But I think that we have these kinds of abilities. Yeah. Um, same with the music. You know, explain yeah. to me how that works. Um, that's the spirits manipulating energy. When you get into your car and there's a song on that tells you exactly what you needed to hear. Yep. Or you open a TikTok and there's a video telling you exactly what you needed to hear. Where does that come from? That's a manipulation of energy. Yeah. It may not be us doing it here. It might be them there. But I truly believe that we can do it here just as much as they can. Yep. Just as much. So. I agree. The next two things on the list are two of my favorite things, and that is talking to spirits on the other side and talking to animals. Right. These are two things that, like most people would believe, are not possible. And a lot of people don't believe it. A lot of people don't believe it. But I can tell you it's absolutely 100% possible, and oh, I've yeah. proven that over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. You don't need a special talent to hear them or to talk to them. You just have to be willing and learn how to do it just like anything else. It's like you can't like the first time that you heard the English language, you didn't know what it was. No. You couldn't just speak it. Same with telepathy. You have to really <laughs> practice it and learn how to use it. And even for me, I'm really still learning um, how to al allow certain things and how to hear certain things. I'm not good with getting names. Um, and, and I hope to be one day. But these are things that it's like we have to learn. We have to practice and work on. Yeah, you're never like good. Yeah. You're never good at something the first time that you try to do it. So you just have to continue. But I think that people believe that this is some kind of special talent. It's really not. I mean, was I given a gift? Yeah. I was given the gift of my mother helping me to develop this, but I don't think I'm any different than anybody else. Right. Maybe I'm given the gift more because of what I'll do with it, where some people might not use it the right way, but we all can use it. Yeah. All of us. We can all talk to animals. Animals are far more intelligent than we give them credit for. Right. They hear us. They can talk to us. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. you know? I agree. Yep. Um, I think when it comes to the animals, because this is one of my favorite topics to talk about, that we have to understand that they are animals. They are not people. They are not adult grown people. And the way that we talk to them has a lot to do with how they're going to respond and how they're going to understand. Right. So when we talk to them, we have to talk to them like they're children, kind of. I don't talk to these dogs like they're adults. I talk to them like they're my children right. because that's what they understand. They don't understand all of your fancy language and, and mm -hmm. whatever. You have to simplify it for yeah. them. So a lot of times when the people aren't getting the response, they're trying to communicate with their animals, they're trying to tell them something, they're complicated it. Mm -hmm. That's why I say use pictures. Like we always go back to with Zuma and, and going to the bathroom, the potty training and all of that. Right. Picture it in your head when they go outside. Picture it. What is it that you want them to do? And most of the time they'll do it. But you can't be too complicated about it because they don't know the human language. They know telepathy. So, yeah. But again, it's, it's, uh, you can call it magic, but I think it's just out there for all of us. I wonder, like, you know, sometimes I wonder how the other side views us when we're looking at these things, whether we're talking about them out loud or we're just thinking to ourselves, oh, that was weird. 
Right. What's the explanation for that? Are they chuckling, laughing? Mm-hmm. Are they like parents that see the kids come out on Christmas morning? And, when, you know, kind of like what you said where, you know, learning the English language, this took time to absorb and understand, right? Yeah. So a kid that comes out Christmas morning and sees this giant tree lit up with all these boxes and bows, and it looks magical. Right. But when someone finally explains to you, which is a tradition that many families will then carry on, mm-hmm. the kid learns that, oh, it's just boxes with paper wrapped around them, you know, yeah. pretty paper yeah. and bows, and it's just a tree with lights and bulbs and wires. Yeah. And once you see the construct of what you're really looking at deeper, you understand it. Yeah. I think that's what we're trying to do. I yes. feel like maybe the other side going, this isn't magic, you guys. This is the reality of the universe that you exist in. Right. Absolutely. It's up to you to figure it out. Yes. What is the reason and the answer for it? That's what I'm in search of, is those kind of magical sort of answers of how did this happen and yeah. why did this happen? I agree. You Absolutely. Yep. But I want to absorb that just like a child learning how to do those things so when it's their turn and they have their first baby that comes walking out on Christmas morning, they knew how to wrap those presents. Right. They knew how to put the tree up and put the lights on and plug it in. It made sense. Yeah. But it didn't the first time you laid eyes on it. That's right. Yep. It was magical. It It was magical. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's a great way of putting it. Uh, let's see. Next one on our list. And I love this topic is manifesting anything you want. Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe I shouldn't have worded it manifesting anything you want because sometimes people want things that are just not what they're supposed to have, but you can manifest what's meant for you. You can manifest the life that you want and it is absolutely possible. Mm -hmm. And the number one way that it's possible is through the law of attraction and the law of vibration which states that anything, what you put out is what you get back. If you're in a good mood and you're putting that out, you're going to get good back. Now, does that mean that it's always going to be like that and bad things aren't going to happen? No, but those are all tests from the universe, really. When those things happen, that's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to continue manifesting and continue being positive and stuff? Or are you going to let this knock you down? The point of all of like learning how to do this, learning how to use the law of attraction and all that is so that when bad things come your way, you bounce back easier and they don't affect your life so much. It's one of the, the big things, I think, that is uh, with the law of attraction. Um, you also have to believe. You have to believe that you can manifest what you yeah. want. If you don't, then you won't. Right. You also will not manifest what's not meant for you. No. I think you have a better chance of going for the things you need yes, than the things you really want. But there's nothing wrong with wanting anything, no, you know? there isn't. I mean, within reason. Like, so you live in an apartment and you dream of living in a $3.3 million house one day. Who says that can't happen? Right. Right. It doesn't mean it's going to land in your lap unless you won the lottery, but we, we all see how that often that happens for us. Right. If you work for it and you believe in it, it will be. Yes, I absolutely agree. And that's what 
I think people get discouraged because things don't happen fast enough. They mm -hmm. want that $3.3 million house right now. Right. But there's all these steps that have to happen in the middle. And when you're manifesting, <laughs> if you're manifesting that $3 million house, you don't realize what you're actually manifesting in the meantime is right. the build up mm -hmm. to that. And it takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. You and I both were manifesting the careers that we want. And we're working really hard at that. And we get sometimes get discouraged. Even. Sure, absolutely. And just like anybody else. But we have to believe that it's possible and continue to manifest it and understand that all of these things that come our way are steps in the journey. And right. they have to be taken. And right. you can't get from A to Z without everything else in between. Right. Um, yeah, because if you let greed creep in, then you're, you're in, you have no patience. Right. You're not going to see it through. You have to accept the moment for now and that what you have is good enough until you get there. Right. But every step of the way, it's changing. Yes. Um, the next one, which is interesting that a lot of people don't believe that this is possible, is bringing money to yourself. It's possible. Yes, it is. This goes back again to the manifestation and the belief. Now, is there going to all of a sudden be a tree in your backyard that you can pick an unlimited supply of money from? No. But let's say that you need something, okay? I'm going to give you an example. This happened to my sister's best friend a couple of weeks ago. She didn't have money. She wanted to buy a carton of cigarettes. I don't know why she buys her carton cigarettes in the carton. She didn't want to buy a pack. She wanted the whole carton. She didn't have money for it, so she was going to wait till the next day. So she kind of put it out there, you know, universe, I could use this, use money to buy my carton of cigarettes, which may not be a great example, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we're using it anyways. Okay. So she is driving and comes upon these two dogs that are lost and picks them up and goes through the whole process to find their owners, finds the owner, and the owner gives the lady, gives Diana $60, which <laughs> is the same amount as her carton of cigarettes. That's wild. That happens. That's, you know, mm -hmm. a, just an example. But I cannot tell you how many times that has happened to me. Yep. So many. It's not a giant amount of money. But if you ask the universe, hey, I'd really like to do this, or I'd like money for that. And it's especially when you go out and you do something good, a good deed, then you will. You'll get paid that. I, I don't know how it works, but it does. It's wild. It's yeah. just magic. It is. Yes. So you absolutely can bring money to yourself. It's yep. just about being reasonable. You can't be, you know, <laughs> like, I'm going to have all the money in the world. No. Right. <laughs> you know? But $60 for a carton yeah. of cigarettes isn't that hard for the universe no. to produce. You know? And you can... You can do it the other way, too, and save yourself money. Yeah. Um, you can manifest that, which is strange when I <laughs> say it out loud. My example would be is before we moved in this house, we were at a, uh, another town, different house, and we that's where the band that we had at the time rehearsed and recorded. And I was just doing as much kind of soundproofing as I could. Um, I was using some insulation like attic insulation behind some panels in the window because I couldn't take out a window. <clears throat> and I didn't want to go buy a whole roll of insulation. I just needed a small yep. piece. So we used to take walks around the neighborhood and it was right before trash time. And these people had some stuff out on the um, side of their house or the front side of their house, which 
included a piece, a small piece of insulation. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't know if they're, you know, throwing this away or keeping it. So whatever, I'm going to let it go for a couple of days. And I think we walked around maybe once or twice, two more times before the trash had come. And lo and behold, that was sitting out there with the trash. Yep. And I said, it's mine now. Yep. So I took it. And Absolutely. I didn't have to spend a dime. And that's all I needed. I said, I just need this one piece of insulation for this window. Yep. And there it was. Yep. Right around the corner from my house. Yep. It's amazing. The universe will do that yeah. for us in so many ways, too. They will even, like, block us. Like, if you go online and you want to buy something and you go and enter your credit card and you know that the credit card isn't bad, but it won't take it, mm-hmm. listen to it. There's a reason why. Maybe yeah. it's going to be cheaper or maybe it's not the right thing for you or whatever. But I've learned that one the hard way, especially because, like, I'll sit there and, like, try again and again or I used to. But now I know, like, I'll try twice. But I know that that third time, you know, that means this is not meant for you. So Mm -hmm. um, these are all different ways that we can bring money and different things to ourselves. Uh, The last one on the list, which is, um, I guess, kind of, I don't know, nobody really thought that this was possible, but I'll tell you that it is, is bringing people to yourself. Um, oh, this, yeah. I wouldn't use this a lot of the times. I will be honest and say that when I was single and dating, I used to use this where you focus so hard on somebody that they feel your energy and they contact you mm-hmm. and it, it absolutely happens. Yeah. Now, of course they have free will, whether they're going to contact you or not. But I can tell you that one of the things that I've learned about, um, other people's energy and when they're thinking about you is that either you'll hear repeated songs that remind you of them or you'll dream about them. Okay. Okay, these are ways that it can they can tell you that um, other people are thinking about you. But you have the free will whether you're going to reach out and contact that person or not. Yep. But I wanted to bring this up because I feel like this is something that not a lot of people know about, that they will all of a sudden start thinking about somebody and they're like, man, why am I thinking about this person all the time? Well, if you're... Thinking if that if that's how you're feeling and there's not like you know old memories bringing right. it up or whatever it's because they're thinking about you and they're trying to draw you in and they may not even realize that you're do- they're doing it but it is absolutely 100% possible. Oh, yeah. The reason I say be careful with it is because I used it with somebody that I should not have been dating, <laughs> and it just made me crazy. But you know, <laughs> but it works. Yeah. Uh, it also works things like remote viewing, mm-hmm. seeing where somebody is. Uh, those that's types of incredible. things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most of the time, like if I really tune into it, I can tell you where somebody is and what their energy is like. Yeah. So it's That's not, it's just, you just have to, you know, learn it. Yep. That's all. So I think we are out of time, sir. Very cool. But all of these things, you know, you can call them magic. Yes. You can call them whatever you want, but they are all things that we have the ability to do. Right. As wild as some of them may sound, as totally off the wall as they may sound, we have the ability to bring yeah. anything that we need to ourselves and communicate with animals, with the other right. side, talk to people telepathically. It's all possible. Yes. We are living energy that, yes. that doesn't die. And that in itself is divine and magic. Uh, you know, I accept it for magic now because I can't explain it. Yeah. But I know that it's going to be explained to me. And it's probably been explained to me <laughs> A multitude of times. Yeah. But I come into a new life, and from this standpoint, I can't tell you. I don't know. Yeah. But I do know that somewhere in me does know. And I do believe that this is much greater than something 
that we would just call magic. There is an explanation. There is. There is. So when you're out there walking around doing your thing, just remember you are magic and you yes, have you all the abil- these abilities within you and there's so much more out there that most of us don't even realize is going on and it just needs to be cracked open. Yep. Yep. And it will to those that seek it. Yes, and believe. You know, and believe, yeah. Yep. If you seek the truth, it will come yep. to you for sure. I, I agree. agree. Well, that was awesome. Yay. Cool. Well, before we say goodbye to everybody... Would you share your information one more time? Yes, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. You can schedule an appointment there. I have a blog. I have all of my media now list of different podcasts I've been on and articles. There was a new article actually that came out today. I don't know if you saw it yet. The um, Voyager LA article. Oh, really? So I'll share that within the podcast cool. group as well. Nice. And to find our podcast group on Facebook, just search Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses discussion group. And Thank you, you to us. everybody for participating. Yes, we love it. We do. We love our group. Appreciate Thank you it. so much. And you, sir. One more time for my art, djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Yay. So that's all I got. Fabulous. Well, we hope everybody got something out of this. Yes. And go out there, be magical, know yes. you are magic. You have to believe. Yes, you do. Olivia wasn't kidding. No, she wasn't. Um, <laughs> And go out there and have a great week. Yep. Until next week. Peace and love. love.